This is Arrested with Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. Welcome to Arrested with your host Mike Brooks and criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. We covered uh, what the criminal justice system was or or what it is and, and how big it is. You know, we always we always hear, and we even heard during the during Judge Kavanaugh the uh, the confirmation hearings uh, over over almost forty hours of testimony and questioning by the um, United States Senate uh, Judiciary Committee. We, we we heard one thing come up all the time, and that was due process. What the hell is due process? You know, what is it? What makes up due process, and and what does it really what does it really mean, Dan? That's a great question. All right, <clears throat> so let me try to explain. Try to it. try to break it down. I'm gonna try for, to break it down for and us, keep for us commenters that you know really <sighs> we hear about it all the time. But what what the hell is due process? Let's try to keep it simple. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's for me. You need to do that. Okay. So when you think of due process, you have to think first and foremost of our Constitution, and it really does start there. You have the Fifth Amendment and you got the Fourteenth Amendment. Both preserve our rights to due process. Okay, one with respect to the states, one with respect—that's the Fourteenth. The other with respect to the federal government—that's right. the Fifth. The whole idea is that both the states and the federal government, meaning the government and all its awesome power that the government has over us citizens, they have to. The government of the United States and each state has to respect the due process rights of every single American period. That's what it's about. Now, within due process, you have two terms, and I'll throw them both out. Okay. Because there's really two types of due process. One is called substantive due process. Well, what the heck is substantive due yeah, process? Exactly. Right? What's, what that is, is those are your rights. When you think of, like, for example, your right to free speech, okay. your right to freedom of religion, your right to own a gun, your right to be indicted by a grand jury, which is in the Fifth Amendment. Yep. These are all substantive due rights. Okay. In other words, due process. That's substantive due process because they're rights that you have as an American. They're based in natural law. They're based in concepts of Western human rights. Some of them go back to the ancient Greeks, and they've been developed through the years, and then others come forward. The second part is procedural due process, procedural due process. That's the process itself. I got you. Like, for instance, if you get accused of a crime, sure. you have the right to a jury trial. Yep. The judge can't come in and say you're guilty. So you have a right to a jury trial. But you also have a right, if you want, it's, it's up to you, uh, you know, after you, you confer with your A bench attorney. trial. You can have a bench trial that the judge is going to hear but the only all way, the evidence. But the only way that's going to happen is if you choose, and you, the citizen, choose, hopefully with the advice of your lawyer. Right. To waive your right to a jury trial. Okay? So, for instance, your right to be read your rights, your Miranda rights in certain situations, uh, your right to remain silent, and so forth and so forth. We're going to talk about that. Right. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. These are all procedures that are put into place to make sure that people, people's substantive rights are protected and that they receive proper due process. Why is this important? Well, now we go back to the beast. Okay. Why is the beast a beast? Yep. Because the beast is the government. The government can take away your life, liberty, and or property from you. Absolutely. And so therefore, but they can only do it if they follow due process. And let me give you a couple of examples of what we're talking about. 
One of the earliest examples of due process is talked about in Magna Carta. Really? Which was written in 1215. I was going to say, it goes back a long way. It's a long way. Sure. And and basically, it was a bunch of noblemen in England who were really ticked off at King John because King John kept taxing them to get more money, to uh, raise more funds, to go fight wars in France. Oh, we're hearing about taxes in the bridge. Okay, I thought we were just coming. (laughs) and, and, And King John, quite frankly, wasn't a very good soldier. He kept losing. So not only did he tax the nobles and take all their money to go fight these wars in France, yeah. then he lost them. So doubly bad, right? So they finally got tired of old King John, the nobles, and they made him sign this Magna Carta at this field called Runnymede. Mm-hmm. And in it, it talks about due process. It says, King, you may be the king. You may be anointed by God on high to be our king. But you will not take our money and tax us without proper due process. So it actually talks about it. So. Huh. It goes way back, and you can go all the way back to the ancient Greeks and find but, concepts. But even back then, did people really understand what due process They understand was? the government is a beast. We've established that. Gotcha. We, they understand that government has a tremendous amount of power. Why? Because the king's soldiers, the sheriff's department, the FBI, whoever it is, can snatch you up and throw you in a cage and lock you in there. That's pretty powerful. It is pretty powerful. The police have the right to actually kill you, shoot you, for instance, under certain limited circumstances. Right? That is the right to use sure. deadly force. So this is these are awesome powers. Cages, guns, shooting, death, right? Right. Awesome power. Sure. Okay. So we need some due process to make sure that if our rights, our liberties, our property are threatened, that it's done properly. Let me give you one other example. Hey, by the way, folks, you're listening to Arrested. With your host Mike Brooks and criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway, go ahead, Dan. Okay. So let me give you let me give you uh, another country, another place. Okay, with less due process. You remember a gentleman named Saddam Hussein? Hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very okay. well. All right. So this was Saddam Hussein's due process. Let's say he didn't like you. His Secret Service would pick you up in the middle of the night, drag you out of your house, put a hood over your head, and you'd end up in the outskirts of Baghdad somewhere. In a room filled with people, you know, officers and so forth. And Saddam would be sitting there smoking a cigar and accuse you of whatever he felt like accusing you of. And then you had the right to protest and say you didn't do whatever he accused you of. He didn't care. That didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And then they pretty much hung you before dawn. And then your body was probably dumped in a river or whatever. That's due process. That was due process under, uh, that was due process under Saddam Hussein. Wow. So we don't... I don't like that due process. I don't like it either. No, not and, at all. and our founding fathers didn't. Yeah. And, and also, quite frankly, police officers, prosecutors, judges, defense lawyers, any, you talk to anybody involved in the criminal justice system, they have a really innate... It's almost part of our DNA in this country, an innate understanding that due process protects all of us and our rights. And so it's very much respected by everyone in most circumstances. But it's also why when someone feels that their due process rights uh, have been violated, that they get so upset because it's that intensive feeling. It's that it's a very intense feeling because right. it's part and parcel of who we are as a society, as a country. And, and, and due process, I, it, from what I'm hearing, it starts from the time... Unfortunately, you're, you get arrested from the time you're arrested till the time 
um, if you're found guilty, that you're sentenced. But the due process even goes further than that. It goes all the way into the appeal process as well. Is that is that is that pretty accurate? That's accurate. And one of the things that I talk about in my book, Arrested Battling America's Criminal Justice System. It's a great book, by the way. If, if, you have, if, you, if you haven't picked it up, is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Okay, great. Definitely. It's by Dan Conway, Esquire. Um, yeah, so when you talk about, when you talk about sort of the, the rights and the protection and all right. this stuff, what I talk about in the book is that it really is a soup-to-nuts process where it does start when you're arrested. Yeah. If you're arrested or if you're charged, and actually it begins even before that many times, especially in the federal system, where you don't get arrested, but you you become under federal investigation yep. by the FBI or, or another organization um, associated with the federal government. So it's a due process is always there and it's always part of everything. Um, one of the things about... Uh, the respect of due process and doing things right. One of the reasons why it's so important is that it is that it, it allows whomever, whatever part of the criminal justice system, yeah. a person's interacting with at that point. Yeah. Whether it's a police officer, sure, or whether it's an FBI agent with a search warrant for their business at their front door, they usually come between five and seven in the morning. To, you know, when yeah, you're, oh, you're, yeah, when you're no. in your underwear. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're standing there drinking your cup of coffee and. Boom, boom, boom. Search warrant. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but, you know, but it doesn't matter whether you're interfacing with the judge or whomever. Due process defines the rules of the game so that everybody really knows what to do. Yeah. Including, and, and both sides have to know what to do. Absolutely. Right? The defense has to know what to do. The police have to know what to do. And I've had police officers tell me, for instance, like when, it, when you talk about Miranda rights. Sure. They actually like Miranda because it gives them a set of rules to work through. They, they know what to do. It's the same thing being a criminal defense lawyer. Uh, when you're in the courtroom, you know, or when you're filing a particular motion, we want to know what rules are we supposed to follow? Judge, what rules do you want us to do? How do we do this here? Same with prosecutors. Without due process, it's like trying to play a baseball game or a football game without any rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. So it's an essential part of the process. It makes it fair. Protects your civil liberties from soup to nuts, but also without it, you would have utter anarchy, and anarchy doesn't help anybody. No. T- total, total chaos. Yes. <laughs> and and that definitely isn't something you want. You know, it, it's interesting, too, in, in the preface of your book, Arrested, it's, you said, uh, you know, as a, practice, as a practicing criminal defense attorney for the past two decades, I wrote this book for three groups of people. And I think those are the people that we're talking that we're, we're talking to on, on Arrested, on the New Talk 106.7. People who have been arrested who are the targets of criminal investigations, too. People who believe that as good, decent, law-abiding citizens, they and their loved ones could never wind up in the first group. And anyone who wants to know more about how America's criminal justice system really works. And if you want to know how the criminal justice system really works, well, that's why you're listening to Arrested at 8 a.m. every Saturday here on the New Talk 106.7. Well, Dan, we've talked about due process now. Next, coming up, I want to talk about rights. Everybody goes, I know my rights, but do you really know your rights? We're going to be talking about that with criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway, 
and yours truly, Mike Brooks, on Arrested on the New Talk 106.7.